Ladies and gentlemen, here's In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin at Radio Taiwan International. Today, my guest is Chris Chow, who is from Hong Kong. He's been here in Taiwan for seven years. He's the founder of CoLearna, that's C-O-L-E-A-R-N-A, a decentralized education platform designed for uh, two to three 18-year-old kids and connecting Taiwanese kids to the world. Wow. Well, hi, Chris. Hi. Okay, so you want to start off by giving a little bit of your background, you know, before we actually get into CoLearna. Yeah, Just, sure. You know, you're from Hong Kong and... Why? What did you study, and what's your, you know, your your background like, and why did you come to Taiwan? Yeah, <laughs> all that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thank you, Shirley. Thank you for having me here. So I was born in Hong Kong um, in the eighties. I um I, I was there for about ten years before I moved to the UK, where I spent twenty um, years there. Uh, in the UK, I kind of went through the. Uh, junior school, senior school, and then uh, undergrad. I was in London uh, for my undergrad. I was doing um, civil engineering at the time and environmental oh. engineering. Okay. And then after that, I uh, went to Cambridge to do my PhD in environmental impact quantification, um, oh. just looking at that. Okay. Um, and after that, I started being a management consultant doing strategy mainly. Um, but I switch a completely different field into telecom and media. Mm -hmm. um, but Why is that? Mm, well, I just wanted to be a management consultant okay. <laughs> beyond other things, you know. Okay. Actually, no, um, my, um, in my study, I, I worked a lot as a civil engineer as well, and I worked with a lot of engineering firms. And um, I could see part of the world, and I just wanted to see more of the world and more of the different types of business. So, so you uh, were traveling yeah. a lot um, doing those jobs in, in the beginning? After yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, um, there was one year where I was um, over half a year um, on the road. And in the UK, back in the days, I don't know what it's like now, um, I was British, mm -hmm. I was living in the UK, I was working for a UK company, mm -hmm. but because I didn't stay there at all, less than half a year, I didn't have to pay tax. Oh. So that was like a lovely year, <laughs> <laughs> a little lovely story oh, that nice. I still remember. That's definitely something yeah. that everybody can learn from. Yeah, that was bigger my, than my bonus, you know, <laughs> saving <laughs> tax. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. Um, that must have been amazing. Did, did you travel uh, to other parts of the world? In my time uh, as a consultant, I probably worked in about 15, 20 countries. Uh, and by working was um, more than two months there. Uh, so in I, each place, you say? Yeah. In oh, each how place. nice. Yeah, it was lovely as a job. I mean, it was very intense. It was all well, the yeah. But um, having but that chance to, to see it. Yes. See the world yeah. you know, while you're doing something you like. That was really lovely. That is yeah. so nice. I'm uh, envious. But somehow you went from a strategist to yeah. something else. I mean, why would you be in doing Colerna? When I was traveling a lot, I was actually having a, um, a long distance relationship with my okay. now wife uh -huh. uh, back in the day. So we met about 10, 11 years ago. Uh -huh. I was in the UK at the time. She was in Hong Kong. Uh, she studied in, um, in the UK prior to that, but we didn't know each other in London. We met in Hong Kong and then we were together. 
we were separated between UK and Hong Kong for three and a half years. Uh-huh. Um, so actually, I was traveling a lot that actually saved my relationship. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> usually traveling a lot kills a relationship. Yeah, and also actually, long distance relationship usually they fail most of the time but you seem to have succeeded yeah what and was the trick <laughs> was was the job actually um the the funny thing was um because i was flying a lot um i'm working in asia in different countries so every time for example between projects or just after a project right. we will have a we will have a a, a, a trip together you know ah. so for three and a half years um my girlfriend was more like my mistress i think that's the <laughs> trick <laughs> That was a joke, but it was a very like lovely time we were spending together. And in that time, we kind of like decided uh, to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, I wanted to move back to Asia. Um, the first spot that we chose was Shanghai. Yeah. So we went there together um, to to try a new life. We made so many friends. We uh-huh. we love the uh, the friends there. And then, but you went to Shanghai without a job. You were there to start a job, uh, to do a startup, or kind of no. Um, I I I I got a job and then I I went there. Oh, I see. Um, I the actually job sent went you there. to. Uh, I also lived there. I was actually working for uh, the World Bank at the time. Oh, okay. To to do ecosystem, um, kind of design and strategies, oh. and doing um fi- financial inclusion. Whoa. And also, um, kind of payment infrastructure, etc., uh, for different Southeast Asia companies. So, Sounds so important what you were doing. Uh, <laughs> Sounds you, so you cannot be more wrong. <laughs> you cannot be more wrong. No, that was a joke. Um, it was very interesting. Um, I I loved the traveling again. Um, at that time, um, I went to Laos. That was a really big okay. highlight for me. Okay, I spent a f- uh, quite. A Could like three, six, three, four months there yeah. to 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 work in there. Why was it a highlight? At the time, it was like Thailand ten years ago. I I don't know what it's like now. It was six, seven years ago before、uh, when I was there,、uh-huh. uh, spending time. Um, but everything felt so clean, so pure. A lot of Westerners, like Europeans, especially, it's kind of like in the Thai Thailand in the eighties. Really, you know, people started discovering the place, and then you have the really great、uh, European cooks、uh, going to there to have a new life、uh, in the nature, be a chef, so you could find really good Western food there. So it sounds more modern than I imagine it to be. I've never been there. And of course, nowadays, you know, what do you call it? Emerging countries, maybe,、yeah. actually can improve and become very civilized in a matter of very short time. Yes. Because now with technology and everything, everything just moves faster than they used to be. Yes. Yeah. Naive that I am, I had no idea、um, how advanced Laos is. Because I think my understanding of it is just、yes. stops at, you know, its past history and things like that. I guess. No one can blame you. It's not. It's not really there on the map for a lot of people, and I think that was、uh, why it was great.、Wow. It was、um, just right next to、um, Thailand, right? Right. So、um, it's separated just by the Mekong River. And there was one night I was there.、Um, one of the local person was pointing to me to a building about seventeen stories tall. Okay. That is the tallest building in Laos. Uh, back in the well, okay, uh, okay, seven back years back. ago, okay, yeah, okay. and I was like, "Whoa!" Because Laos was really big. Actually,、yeah. is almost、um, is smaller than Thailand, I guess.、Uh, don't quote me, but、um, is very large, you know.、Uh-huh. So most of it is wood,、uh, but just、right. to be in a place to know,、uh, being 
born in Hong Kong, everything is like oh, yeah, true. when it's like twenty floors high. Is that's very short, you know? Right, we're, right. we're going up sixties, eighties, yeah, no, you know. Really, just to see a piece of land so wide and just having one tallest building being seventeen oh. floor, that was quite a big thing for me. Yeah, yeah. And um, they also had uh, theme parks, little parks that is natural waterfalls. Oh. So you just like walk around in there. It's kind of like you have to pay to go in, but oh. there's all these natural waterfalls you can jump into, swim. Oh, so, so it's just awesome. like the right level of development yeah. at the time I went. Oh, okay. So uh, places like that in the journey we got to see, I think that was, that was really grateful. I sure. think that would have been my highlight too then. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. I'm speaking with Chris Chow, who is from Hong Kong, who is the founder of CoLearner, a decentralized education platform designed for connecting Taiwanese kids to the world. What were the things that uh, made you made that decision to move to Taiwan? I think is a is a genuine friendliness. Okay. You know, um, that in Taiwan that we will talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I love the language here, how it's spoken, how mm-hmm. it's written. You mm-hmm. know, uh, all these things. And um, I always had a thing about music in oh, Taiwan as well. Okay. Growing up in the UK, I was uh, listening to a lot of Taiwanese music, you know, oh. Chen Shizhen, uh, Zhang Xuan. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, Fan Xiaoxuan. Uh, I love them. You know, uh-huh. singer-songwriter and the the Wenqing, like uh-huh. a Taiwanese hipster type of right. energy. It was yeah. like, it just feels like they see the world in a, with with lovely pairs of glasses, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, seeing all the details, seeing all the soft stuff, you know, how, showing that appreciation. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I love that energy in Taiwan. Oh, okay. So right. we just wanted to come here. Yeah, and, okay. Yeah. What was the first thing you did when you guys settled down in Taiwan? I was actually working a lot um, back then, so I was like project after project in okay. Taiwan. So kind I was, of, uh, oh, projects, okay. Yeah, not not actually doing that much in Taiwan. I was flying a lot still. Still. So I, 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 I lived here. <laughs> okay. Um, it was mainly, I, I think it, it was on my, probably on my fourth year that we have been in Taiwan. That mm-hmm. was the first time that I went to um, Taidong. Okay. So like went beyond uh, Hualien. Yes. <laughs> so I was very stuck in Taipei and just yeah. like working and flying around. Uh-huh. Um, um, so I didn't get to see the beauty of that. But mm. um, when I got to Taidong, that mm. was two years ago, I think I went two or three years ago. I went for the solar eclipse. Oh. We <laughs> rented a nice place, wanted to see the ring of fire, you know, yeah. found a nice place to do okay. it, just okay. hang out. And mm. Taidong was absolutely gorgeous you know okay it just feels like if if taipei is like the consciousness of taiwan uh-huh. taidong hualien is more like the subconsciousness of taiwan you know <laughs> nicely put yeah ah, I very agree. connected I to the so. nature and the sea yeah okay let's talk about kolerna mm. so you know that's very different from civil engineering and from strategist to something that's education related what happened there yeah is 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 my daughter i think mm. um so um my daughter was uh, about two at the time um i was trying to start a business uh and i wanted to stay and grow taiwan 
Uh, so the story was, it was around COVID time. I was really grateful to be in Taiwan. Uh, my friends in the UK and in Hong Kong were having very different life mm. when we were uh, relatively free and um, mask free. Mm. Um, and we were still going to lessons and stuff. So I, I just felt, um, oh, Taiwan is such a nice place that I want to stay in for the next uh, decade uh -huh. and to be here to grow. So I was like, thinking about looking out for opportunities to start a business. Mm -hmm. It was, and still is, my uh, first startup. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> no, could, yeah. That to come later. Right. But um, the idea was um, I wanted to look into education because I was uh, very interested in technology. I was very interested in ecosystem. And I was doing a lot on the impact realm as well. So. The story was, I was all thinking about, oh, what kind of air tech business can I do? You know, do, 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 do. And then my wife was going, hey, uh, please take a daughter to, to, to these lessons. I found this thing called Gongshir. Sort of like, well, co-learning. Co -learning. Yeah, it doesn't have an actual English translation. Yeah. But I think that's why it's be beautiful. We can, <laughs> we can explain that in more deeper. But uh, we, we kind of like con the word co-learning mm -hmm. um, to, to try and um, express what it's about. So I was going to tell my wife to go, oh, you take her, I'm busy. But I was just going, no, you have to take her. So I did. Uh -huh. um, I took her to an art lesson. Uh -huh. And then it was situated in a kind of like a community center. Uh -huh. And then uh, uh, it was a, a range online group. Uh, we was just seeing uh, other parents wanted to find this teacher together to have a, a soft and nice lesson. Uh, just usually much more personalized and customized because the the the, uh, the teachers know the kids and stuff oh, okay. is uh, reasonably affordable mm -hmm. um, and is co-using a, a, a free space. So sometimes there's a range outside uh, in the mountains. Sometimes there's a range in a building complexes. Uh -huh. Sometimes it's in a yoga studio, mm -hmm. for example, and then you learn some English. Sometimes you learn art. Um, the usual stuff, but there are also classes which are much more unique and you can't usually find in school. Mm -hmm. So like uh, drama and expressing your emotion. Tune in next week to learn more about Colerna, this awesome place for kids to grow outside of the usual school environment. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin.